0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our live session here. And today's session, we're going to be talking about cutting through the noise. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about cutting through the noise today is I want to give you a gentle reminder. I want to give you an opportunity to kind of assess. What is distracting you? Because what I find is for many of us, the reason we're not getting done what we need to get done in the day or what we had hoped to get done in the day is because of distractions. Now, we all know distractions exist, so I'm not here to let you know that distractions are out there and all around you and lurking um, in your computer, you know, in your phones, and even sometimes for many of us who work at home and are working at home because of the pandemic, they're lurking outside of your office or outside of the place that you work. What I want to really talk about today, Is how do you get in control of those distractions? How do you really manage a day so that you don't become prone to them on a consistent basis? Now, I don't want to make it sound like you'll never have a distraction again. I don't want to make it sound like the noise is just going to go away. And I actually would probably say the number one principle of what I want you to take away from today's discussion and today's talk is the idea is that we're not trying to create this distraction-free zone. What we're trying to do instead is give you the power, give you the tools, and also remind you that you have choices that you should be making to help reduce distractions at specific times during the day. Because the reality is we live in a world where things are pinging, things are dinging. We live in a world, especially now with many of us working from home, there are things that are going to require our attention in the middle of the day and things are going to happen that we don't expect to pull us away from what we're working on. So I don't want to make it sound like you can live in a bubble. What I want you to do is be able to exist in this current environment, but try to make it... A place where you can have moments that are less prone to distraction. And I want to remind you on how to do that. I want to give you some suggestions on how to do it, as well as I want to make sure that as you're moving into this new year, that if you're thinking about changing some habits, if you're thinking about making some structural changes to the way you do things, that maybe today's session will give you some of those nudges. All right. So Let's talk about the first idea. The first thing I want you to think about when you're cutting through the noise. The number one thing I find for most of us is we have to figure out the source of our number one distraction. Now, when I say the source of it, I don't mean we need to point fingers. I don't mean we're here to talk about who's causing problems and what's the issue. What I want you to do is I want you to think about what is the thing that you worry about while you're working? What is the thing that you are constantly thinking about in the back of your mind that is a distraction that's kind of self-built a little bit. And not that I'm trying to put any pressure on you because I don't want to put pressure on you, but I want you to get in touch with that for a couple of different reasons. Because when we start to talk about how to cut out the noise, when we start to talk about how to reduce these distractions, we have to have a sense of what is the thing that is kind of within some of us that is causing us to react the way we react to things, the way we react to when someone knocks on our door and says they need something in the middle of the day or five minutes before we have that meeting, how we react to pings and things on our phones and our computers and how that will pull us away from what we're doing. And a lot of times it's this feeling that we have in us, which is about either worry. It's this feeling that we have in us where we're trying to do it all and be perfect at it all. Sometimes it's this desire or concern that someone needs me right now or that that it's really urgent. And the reality is it's not really urgent. It's something you can do later. It's just that you have to have the comfort level with distinguishing between urgent now and urgent, really, it's, it's later, okay? and the idea is, I want you to start to figure out what that is. I want you to start writing this stuff down. I want you to start to understand what these things are. Now, a question came through, hey, Jennifer, great to see you. Um, that came from that said, couldn't that distraction even be an unhealthy relationship? Ooh, Jennifer, you're getting real deep on us here. So the answer is yes the distractions can sometimes be an unhealthy relationship that we have, or we've established with individuals that are sometimes in our homes. And sometimes they're people that we have unhealthy relationships with. And, you know, they're sending us text messages all day and issues all day and things that we think we have to solve. So sometimes it is a big thing. And I'm not sure in this setting, I'm going to help everyone resolve all of these distractions. But what I want you to do is start to realize what it is, because if you have an unhealthy relationship, if you created this kind of relationship where when someone has a problem, you have to go running, you want to start to figure out how do you unwind that? How do you start to manage that better? And how do you manage it in your day? And I don't want to make it sound like you're going to be night and day, going to be a totally different person after watching this session. That's not what I'm saying. What I want you to do is first get in contact with it and then start to figure out, can you have times of the day that you maybe don't have to attend to the urgency that an individual needs so that people know that you have almost kind of a few hours in your workday that are kind of like your untouchable hours, those are those times that is your kind of quiet time hours. Those are those times that you should not be disturbed hours. And what I find is this is a great way that even if you haven't worked out kind of the drama that might be happening in the household outside of your office, by having these times and expressing it to others that you need those one hour, two hours out of every day, where you can be in your office distraction-free, a lot of times people will be willing to respect that. And that's what I wanna recommend, is that as you're moving forward, think about having some time that individuals that are in your household or people that rely on you and often need you throughout the day, that you get an hour to two hours back each day, that is a time that they know is your time. And it's your, not just personal time, but it's your work time. Now, when I say you have that time, I don't want that to be time that you're necessarily allocating to meetings. I want it to be time for you. Because what happens for us to cut down the noise, we need time that allows you to work on the things that you want to work on not the time that has to be given to someone else. So you're just shifting it from someone in the house to a meeting or to an activity, meeting with a boss, meeting with a client and so forth. I want you to get that time back. And even if it's only an hour each day, I think that can be amazing thing that you can reclaim and own as you move forward through Reducing some of that noise. All right. Now, let me know what you guys think about that. And I say that especially for anyone who's working full time at home. Anyone who's working, you know, anywhere from, let's say, six to eight, nine hours at home. I know some of you work even more hours than that. I'm not an advocate of that. I'm an advocate of working and being efficient, but that's a different topic for a different session. So if you're working those extended hours, then an hour out of that day where you're not accessible and you're only accessible for true emergencies, establishing that I think is really important, especially if you have a team. Say you have a team that works for you and they're taxing you with questions and information throughout the day, letting them know that, hey, between nine and 10, I'm unavailable unless it's truly an emergency because that's my time to work on these projects, these ideas, and this information. I find that has changed my day and changed I guess the perception of me being kind of subject to my day. One of the problems that I used to have when I was doing a lot of working from home, one of the problems I used to have, especially when all of this shifted last year, where everyone was home all the time is that I didn't feel like I was always in control of my day. I felt like I was kind of subject to what everyone else needed and everything my business needed. And now I'm starting to turn that around by, by really getting that hour to two hours back in my day that's for me. Okay. All right. Now that's just a fundamental thing that I find has worked for me and hopefully worked for many of you. But the reality is we still have a lot of other noise going on for many of us in our businesses, for many of us in our work days. And the thing that I want to recommend here next is I want you to start to think about your notifications. I am a huge advocate of using notifications on our phones, on our computers, and not just notifications of things that we need for work, but I have notifications for things that are personal. I have notifications when a load finishes in our washing machine. So I know I can go down there, grab it, and put it in the dryer. We have notifications um, for our garage door. We set that up because we used to fall asleep at night with the garage door open. I know, insane. So now we get a notification at the end of the night to just make sure or remind us if the garage door hasn't been closed or for some reason the garage door has been open for longer than we expected, I get a notification. That's, that's my world. I'm a little more techie than the average person, but I bring that up to say you want to start to get in control of these notifications. Anything that is making noise in your house, making noise in your computer, making noise on your phone, you want to control what you get. And the reason I bring this up is for a lot of us, the reason our worlds are noisy is because the default setting on our devices, the default setting when you download an app will often mean it will automatically send you notifications. And the reality is you should be in control you should decide what notifications you get on your phone. You should decide what notifications you get. And social media is a really good example of this. Social media by default will send you a notification for like everything that happens in social media. And the reality is you may not need all of those notifications. And in some cases, you may not need any of them. you rather just go into your social media platform once a day for 10 minutes and check, as opposed to getting a ping and ding all day long. That's the stuff I want you to change. That's how you reduce the noise. Now, I don't want you to go to the other extreme that you cut off every notification and you just shut it all off. The reality is there are things that you need to be aware of. There are things that you need to be notified when they happen. Now, just being notified doesn't mean it has to drive action. What I tend to do with a lot of my notifications is I set them up so I'm aware of information so I don't have to check. And a good example of that for me is I get payment notifications. So when a client signs up for one of my courses, when a client signs up for one of my programs or in any reason we're receiving payment, I like to get a notification. Now, I prefer my notifications on my phone, not on my computer because I want my computer to kind of be a clean space for me to work. And also by putting it on the phone, I can quickly look at it. I can clear it quickly and I can keep moving because the idea is these notifications, when it comes to things like payment notification, when it comes to notification of things that I need for my family or things I need that are keeping the house running, those are more notifications to just let me know what's going on so that in the back of my mind, I don't have to worry about those things. That's why I get a notification when the washer is finished because I don't have to sit in the back of my mind and say, oh, I got to remember to flip those over because I got to get through clothes today. If I'm getting a notification, I can let go and let the computer notify me and then I can respond. Interesting idea. What do you guys think of that idea of letting these things kind of help you do what you want to do, as opposed to them notifying you and letting you know what they want you to do. Does that make sense to everyone? Does that help in any way? Oh, thanks, Linda. It's so great to see you there. Um, I haven't spoken to you in a while. Happy New Year. I hope everything is working well for you. So thanks, Linda, for posting that thank you message. All right. The other thing I like to do with notifications is I like to use it for email. Now, email to me is one of those things that is like the big distraction zone. It is the thing that can just pull you in and you can feel like you can't climb out of the email pit. I'm gonna use it as an example. And what I mean by that, or what happens often, is our email's constantly going throughout the day. So for us to get work going, things are just dinging and happening and we're curious about this or should I respond to that? And what I've found over the years And this is something I set up last year, is that I tend not to keep my email client. So when I say my email client, this is the software that I use to read my email, respond to my email, and so forth. Some of you use a browser like Gmail. I use a tool called Spark. I know some of you use Outlook and so forth. That's what I mean by an email client. I don't keep that open during the day on my computer. So when I'm working on my desktop or if you work on a laptop, I keep that closed during the day. The idea is that I only need to open that application when it's time for me to work on email, because otherwise it's making noise in the background. Plus it's a little bit of a reminder of the stuff I didn't get to and I need to get to. So if I open it up, it reminds me of that. And then I'm in distraction mode again. So what I do instead is I use my phone to get notifications for emails that are specifically sent to me meaning they're addressed to Stephanie as opposed to maybe like a newsletter or something that's um, addressed um, or actually sent out as um, you know a, a blanket email. Now, I love newsletters, don't get me wrong. I love that information, I wanna see it. But in the middle of my day, I don't need a notification that that newsletter came in. I wanna check that out at night. After I finish with work, I have to get done. So what I tend to do is I put notifications on my phone for emails as they come in. Because what I'm doing at this point is I'm saying I need to be notified when something new is coming in to determine if I really need to jump into my email. And because they're popping up on my phone, what I can do is I can quickly see who it's from little bit of text that actually shows me um, that what it's about. And I can quickly decide that that's a later issue. Now, I didn't get into the email itself. I didn't fire up the email. So I don't have to get sucked into the pit. I can quickly make a decision on when a new email comes in. Does it really need my attention? And that's how I've started to reduce some of my distractions. Hey, Rosario, I haven't talked to you in a while as well. I'm so glad that you're here as well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I want you to think about that. Think about the notifications that you would like to see on your phone that would help you identify what's urgent, what's important, what really needs your attention, and what doesn't. The reason I like to use my phone, and I'm going to just look down really quick because I want to show you physically my phone is my phone becomes, and I'm just going to show you really quick for anyone who's watching the video. As you can see, these are my emails and I can click on them and I can quickly look and say, okay, what needs my attention? What does it need my attention? Now, I'm going to jump away really quick because I don't know what's lurking in those notifications since I've been here live, but I want you to see the idea that if I see these emails in five seconds, I can slide them to the side. I don't know, not everyone I know is using an iPhone, but I'm just going to show you really quickly how I can slide and clear that instantly. It takes seconds for me to do it. As opposed to if I was in my email, I can't really do much with it because I'm not ready to respond to it. But from a notification standpoint, I can acknowledge that I've seen it and I can move on. And these are the things that I've found have helped me better manage my day. These are the things I've found that will keep me from worrying about email, thinking about email, worrying about what's coming in. All right? The other thing I've started to do is I've started to decide what should be an email and what should be a notification. Because in many cases, when I was getting information from, let's say Facebook as an example, Facebook would email me and notify me on my phone. So basically I'm getting told twice for the same activity. I don't need to be told twice for it. So what I decided is those are things that I don't want in my inbox and instead I want on my phone. This is such a great way for me to make a decision on what I want. And that's what I want you to do. Based on today's session, is to remember that your information, the things that are going to distract you during the day can be things that you want to distract you as opposed to them always kind of thinking about them as the things that you don't like, the things that you don't want. Set up the tools that we have in place to help you or that at some point maybe are distracting you right now and flip them around so that they become tools that help notify you of what you want. And yes, there'll still be a little bit of distraction because, yeah, if I'm in the middle of writing an article and I get a ping on my phone, it is a little bit of a distraction. But what I've done is I have created a system that distracts me for the things that I want to be distracted for or I want to be notified in the moment for. And therefore, I start to own that process as opposed to trying to eliminate distractions completely from my life. All right? And then the last thing I just want you to take away from today's session is when you're thinking about reducing your distractions, when you're thinking about things that can help you focus, help you really hone in on getting work done, especially since many of us are at home right now. And there's a lot going on at home, especially if you're used to working in an office or even if you worked at home, things are so different now. There's just more people literally around during the day and there's more stuff going around or happening in our homes these days than maybe have happened in the past. What I want you to do is create a kind of process for our current environment. I feel like last year, what I ended up doing when everything kind of hit with the pandemic is I was in reactionary mode. I was kind of like doing this because of this, doing that because of this. And now what I've started to do here in 2021, and what's been my kind of commitment as I move through 2021 is more of the opposite of more of saying, Hey, we're going to be home. We're going to be in these environments. Maybe we're not out as much. And yes, things may change. We may get back to it completely different life or something that resembles what happened before. But instead of focusing on that, what I want to do is make the most of the time that I have now and the way things are working. So I once again, want to empower myself. So the number one thing I'm doing now, I get up in the morning and get dressed. I know it doesn't sound revolutionary, But I cannot tell you how important that is. I used to be a person that always worked from home. But what happened is when things got so topsy-turvy, when so much was going on with the pandemic, I always felt behind. I always felt like I had too much to do. And therefore, getting dressed in the morning, being ready for work, being ready for a Zoom call more than three minutes before it started, that was my life last year. I was just kind of rushing and rushing and rushing. And what I've started to do as I kind of reflected on the year at the end of the year and have started to do in the beginning this year is started to prepare myself for my day. So therefore, if I have to go into a meeting, I'm already ready. I'm already dressed. And not just that, I've started to take my morning to prepare myself for my day mentally, to take time for myself in the day mentally. Now, I've already gotten working out in the morning down. Well, I'm not doing as great right now, but because it's cold outside, it's hard to hard to walk in the morning, but I have that routine down. But one thing I'm starting to do much better now is starting to prepare myself for the day so that when I move into my day, I am more focused on that day. I'm more focused for the things that I want to accomplish in that day. I am ready to be on camera at any time. I'm making sure my desk is ready. My notebook is ready. My things are ready for that day. I'm starting to drink more water. So I'm starting to, and I got these like water bottles I absolutely love now. They're huge. They're like 32 ounces of water. And what I started to do is set those up the night before, started to put fruit in those. I've started to put fruit and water in those because I like my water a little bit chilled. I know I should be drinking it at, at room temperature but I like it a little bit chilled. So I put those in the fridge the night before. So when I start my day, not only am I dressed, not only do I have my earrings, my makeup and all that stuff ready, but I also have my water ready for the day or I have the things that I need that are my comfort things that help me focus in the day. And by setting up your morning, not just to work out, Not just setting up your morning so that you can do affirmations and so forth, which I totally believe in. But one thing I've started to do is create this ritual so I'm ready for work in the morning. And whether that's for some of you, two hours of work, eight hours of work, or a full long crazy day, set up your day for success so that you are focused. And then when the distractions come, the distractions are less of an annoyance because you're not irritated already. What happens is you're focused and feeling good. And then when a distraction comes, you can keep moving past it. You can keep saying, you know what? Not urgent. Therefore, I'm going to handle that later on the day. And sometimes what I do is when something comes up that's not urgent, I write it down in my notebook as something for me to address later on so I can let it go. And those are the things that I always love doing. I love finding it and making it my own. Hey, Patricia. So great for you to come. Um, No worries for you being late to the party. We are always here and ready for you to join. So it's great to see you. And I'm glad um, you're enjoying what I'm saying about kind of encouraging people to be ready and grounded in the morning. It is so important because it's so easy for us to roll out of bed and kind of feel rushed. One thing I've been struggling with is I've been getting out of bed and I used to feel so stressed last year. I used to get out of bed and feel like I was already behind. And the idea is that at 6.30 in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, 7.30 in the morning, I shouldn't feel behind. I shouldn't be managing or setting myself up for the day and telling myself that, oh my goodness, I got to get all of this done today and I hope I can get it done. Instead, I started to change that and I've started to say, hey, these are the things that I knock out in the morning that get me ready that make me feel good about my day again that make me start to feel that I'm ready to take on my day so anything you can do to start to add that to your process is super important now i don't want to make it sound like you're going to have 4 hours to prep for the day cuz i know we're all super busy but what i want you to do is make sure that if you're a breakfast person that prepare your breakfast the night before Prepare or decide what you're going to have for breakfast the night before so that you always have a smooth breakfast. If you're a person that needs to drink more water, like I said, prepare your water bottle, get the fruit in there, set it all up, squeeze the lemons, do all that the night before. Or if you need it fresh, have it all prepped and ready out on the counter. So when you wake up in the morning, you can do the things that you need to do that help you focus and help you have a productive day. And to me, That's how you start to cut back the noise, is because you start to empower yourself to focus. You empower yourself to cut down on that noise of feeling like you have to jump into the day to be able to tackle the day. Instead, you start the day ready, you start the day dressed, you start the day with that morning ritual that really kind of is an opportunity for the love and hug yourself. And then you set up the mechanisms and the activities during the day to help you be successful. And that's what I want for you. So if you're watching this as a replay, if you're hanging out with me right now, or you're listening into it as a podcast, one thing I want you to do is either jump into the comments, or if you want to just write down on a sheet of paper, what is one thing that you want to do, especially maybe that you were inspired about from this session, that's going to help you cut down the noise. Whether it's to reduce some of the emails coming in, whether it's to control those notifications again, whether it's your morning ritual that you're going to change or switch up, or if it's really just making sure that you have a dedicated time that's a no you know, no emergency hour or no emergency two hours or emergency only, I probably should say, hour or emergency only, two hour in your day that you communicate to others in your house and you communicate to your team. All of those things can put you back in the driver's seat for reducing the noise. And I'd love to hear what you think would help you, what you think you want to try. And maybe as we are in this process together and we all try to improve and do better in the world, we can help each other by sharing what we're doing to help reduce the noise. All right. I want everyone to have a fabulous day. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. So great to see people. Hey, Denise. I hope everything is working well for you. It's great to see you as well. And I can't wait to hear how things are going. I can't wait to hear. Oh, Jennifer. Great, great, great. Setting boundaries. Such, such, such a good way of saying it. So it's really good to hear Um, about having that dedicated time for you would work for you as well. So thank you everyone for joining us live as always. We love it when you show us love and hit those like buttons. If you enjoyed today's session, or if you think this can help a friend, feel free to hit the share button and share it with them as well. So I'm going to sign off for today and I can't wait to come to you next week with some more ideas and some more recommendations as you're on your road to success as a vegan professional. All right. Take care everyone. Bye.